Hello. Hello, hello. Welcome. Fucking put my keyboard down. Uh, <clears throat> I hope you're having a good Monday morning driving to work and, and, uh, I'm trying to get my radio voice going. Jesus Christ, what a mess. Okay, alright. Hi, my name is Kyle. Uh, this is technically the first episode, um, of what me and Kaylee like to call, uh, not film school. Um, that is to say that me and Kaylee have absolutely no education by way of film, uh, other than just watching it, um, exposure, I guess you could call it, uh, yeah, uh, so this first section, uh, is called a TLWL, um, which is, uh, what I like to refer to as the too long won't listen, so you get halfway through the episode, you're like, this is smut, I don't like this, when you're done with it, that's cool, I get it, I understand, but I do want to let you know, before we get into the meat of it, whether or not you should watch this movie, uh, and if you should watch the movie before listening to the episode, or if it doesn't even matter at all, you could listen to the episode, and it might even enhance the movie for you, because um, some movies suck so much that without any context, it's just, it's, it's crap, you know, uh, it's how stories go sometimes, um, yeah, so this movie, um, the movie that we did, was called Eraserhead, is called Eraserhead, uh, it's David Lynch's first film, uh, he's a really, really cool dude, uh, during the film he wore several ties at the same time, I guess that's how you depict coolness, uh, yeah, it was fantastically David Lynch, I mean, it definitely set the tone for all the things that he would, uh, release after, um, Twin Peaks being, uh, you know, probably one of the most well-known ones, um, but, uh, Blue Velvet, definitely a good precursor to Blue Velvet, um, this one was really, really abstract. Uh, I do know that it is in the same vein as Blue Velvet, so maybe if you want more uh, coherent um, storytelling and stuff, Blue Velvet's a better way to go. But for this one, uh, we really liked how abstract it was. Uh, we, we didn't think that it needed like any more dialogue or anything, and it told a perfectly good, symbolic, potent story um, the way that it was told anyway. Uh, it's definitely a movie that you watch it and then afterwards you just kind of sit down and think about what you saw because you have to because it just kind of really messes with you. But um, the, the great thing about David Lynch is that there's a lot of little things in the background like the you know, trees and stuff and, and the symbolism you know is not accidental and uh, the, the dialogue can be really crazy, can kind of slap you across the face, but with him um, you know it's kind of the point. So if somebody says something like really wayside and and like and it shocks you, it's not because he's bad at writing dialogue. It's because he uh, very intentionally uh, wanted to shock you with whatever was about to be said. So yeah, I mean like all faith in David Lynch, man is a genius. Uh, we re I mean the cinematography in this movie, I can't really brag for it enough. I it's it's got to be seen. Um, we we do think that this is kind of an essential movie for if you if you're in a movies at all. Like it's it's something that you do need to at least like watch part of it, you know, just to get what it's about. Um and I think that this is a pretty generally approachable movie except for people who don't like gross out factors because it is uh, it's definitely a gross out at some points. Um but yeah, there's scenes like uh where literally like the contrast, the the values, because uh, it's monochromatic, um, it's black and white film, but uh, it, the the values just they just kind of line up in just the right way, and then you'll have like a little shadowy figure at like the bottom left of the screen, and then the top right of the screen will be entirely dark, but then it like value contrasts, art art words, man, I don't know, it's 
really well shot. It's it's delicious. You could pause it at any moment, and then it would literally look like a painting on your television screen. It's it's really good. So, um, yeah. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention too before you uh, go playing this uh, episode at your workspace, I I don't know what was going on that day. Technically, I'm recording this like uh, a few months after we'd actually recorded the episode because that's you know how I how much time it takes me to get to uh recording the tlwls i've got a lot of shit going on in life but anyway um yeah i swear like a whole lot i don't know what i was trying to do it was it's my first episode ever like this is mine and kaylee's first episode ever um recording for a podcast which i've been trying to do this podcast for like years now so um and i finally got the equipment i finally got all the stuff set up so i, I bet i was nervous so the, the kyle that you're about to hear and the kyle that is in front of you now is a different person. I just I need to let you know that it gets better. You know, he, he talks really fast. He's really coarse, really brusque. I think he's trying to be like, I don't know, smart and angry or something. Like, but like not in a political way. I I don't know. It's, it's just bear with me. I I just need to let you know that I, I do swear uh, more than is necessary. So if you're yeah, if you're at work or something, maybe turn turn the volume down or uh, it's just too much work for me to <laughs> go in and beep each individual swear there'd be a lot of work kaylee she's perfectly composed she doesn't really swear too much so yeah uh, praise her but me uh, I'll, I'll work on it i'm sure it's not the only episode now that i'm going through to record these T tlwls uh, it's not the only episode that i'm gonna be like oh my god kyle just stop stop saying the f word <laughs> just stop saying it oh okay well anyway uh yeah uh the um the other thing that I intend to do with these uh, episodes is uh, at the beginning, after my TLWL and before the actual episode, I want to give you just a quick musical representation, or musical, not representation. Can I cut that? I, I can cut that. Um, musical recommendation, uh, just because I listen to a lot of cool music, and it's it's kind of indie shit, and I, I, I want to promote those. So that's how you, you, you feel when you, you like an artist. If you listen to their music and it helps your day or something, you just... You gotta tell somebody about it you gotta go to their shows buy their shirts uh hopefully talk to them let them know that they're fucking awesome and then try to tell other people about them try to get other people you know into their into their vibe uh so yeah recently um a band named caravan palace released an album uh, i really dig it uh i think it's let me look up the name just so you you know chronologic there we go i remembered it um yeah there's a, they have a brand new album out called chronologic their old stuff is fantastic too it's kind of like uh electro swing i think is what they call it it's like influenced by older like i think it's 1930s 1940s music um uh, but it's all digital and um they actually play the music on stage i've seen them live uh going to see them live again soon but um yeah, the, the, the music that you hear if you do listen to uh, Caravan Palace is all on instruments. It's not digital. Um, there is a synth, of course, but uh, they're actually playing those instruments. Uh, they're really talented. You should listen listen to them. They're cool. Uh, bah, 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 bah. That's all I got for you. And you're off! There you go. All right. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the weekend. Hi there, ladies and gentlemen. This is Kyle. This is Kaylee. Together, we are Kyle and Kaylee. And 
<laughs> yeah, we're ready to go. Uh, so, yeah. Kaylee, um, how you doing? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing peachy keen. How are you, Kyle? Oh, I'm great. Uh, I like that Doppler effect that you had going on there. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to translate very well because the, the noise was coming from inside of my head on that one. I can't really... Because my vocals, they're in, they're in my face. <laughs> so, okay, all right. Uh, what did we watch? We watched David Lynch's Eraserhead last night. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Who's David Lynch? Well, we would... Well, I shouldn't say we, but a lot of people know him for Twin Peaks, yep, the TV okay. show. Yeah. Also director of Blue Velvet. What's Blue Velvet? Another movie. I don't know anything about it other yeah, than just the either. title, but I want to see actually, it. Actually, it was, a, again, uh, I, I told you this, but it was a close tie be- between Blue Velvet and Eraserhead because they're both like acclaimed and for fucking weird. For our first weird. episode? <clears throat> yeah, for the first episode. Yeah. But Eraserhead won out because, first off, it's his first movie. Yes. It was done uh, at the American Film Institute, like, on location. In L.A. And, and a few different uh, facilities provided by them, and they provided a lot of the lights and stuff. But the film actually took, like, six years? I think it was five years of filming, they said. And then yeah, there and was then, post-production like, for a year. year of, like, David Lynch's just sound stuff. Of him just in a room. Like, I don't think it was just him. <laughs> like Silent Hill shit, if you know Silent Hill. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I keep adjusting my mic to make it like not oh, like don't on do the that. No? Okay, cool. No. Uh, sorry. <laughs> that was not fun to listen to. <laughs> it was like the movie. <laughs> the, the movie was full of weird noises. And actually, it's yeah. it, there's a whole like fucking bit on the soundtrack too. Because uh, I uh, read over the wiki. And uh, the soundtrack uh, is accredited as well. Because literally there's no music in the entire film. Except for one song that was written for ah, the film. That song was fucking cool. It was that written like... for it, which I thought was like, what? I thought it was a song that they then performed, but the organ and the vocals and everything was, yeah, that was super cool. Yeah, the the organ was, was great and stuff. It had a really like Nine Inch Nails vibe or like How to Destroy Dragons, if you know them. How to I destroy, do not. How to Destroy Dragons. But I know Nine Inch how Nails. How to Destroy... Is this no, how to destroy angels? Google? No, don't, don't consult, okay. consult Google. Uh, either way, it was like a side project. It was uh, very closely tied into uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, which is probably oh. why my head's all fucked on it. But, Something about dragons. Um, Another thing we should talk about later. Dragons? <laughs> yes, mythological dragon. No, the, the movie. Girl no shit, we'll tattoo. talk yeah. about the movie well, later. Know, That's man. the idea. Okay, all right. Um... We clipped a little bit on that part. Yeah, it was kind of a lot, but I can clean it up, so cool. don't worry about it. Cool, cool. Uh, so that it at least doesn't melt people's fucking earballs. Yeah. Earball, yep. earball, earballs. Grab just general, like, time frame facts of the film, just so we can say, hey, it was... It was like 1978 was when it was officially released. 1977, was, was March 19th. It was aired at that time. Yes. And actually, it spent like several years as like a midnight film in mm-hmm. a lot of places. I think the, the first audience was like twenty five people, and then like a second audience of twenty five people. But on the first day, it was filmed like only, sorry, on the first day it was sh- uh, shown, only like fifty people actually saw it. Yeah. So, uh, like, I, to me, it seems like a pretty niche film, but like, so like, not a lot of people would have seen it, and like, we probably wouldn't have gotten. Apparently, it was uh, successful commercially. Well received, yeah. Yeah, which is weird because I had never heard of it, and I'm into fucking weird movies. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, like, of course, I did hear about it because we're wa- we watched it, um, but 
like i had only heard about it like through like really weird avenues like it's it's odd that like like for instance evil dead like how that's like yeah. a pretty well-known thing i i feel like this should have been probably well known but i, I do definitely think that evil dead's more well known because it's more coherent <laughs> yeah there's there's an actual yeah plot that's easier to follow yes and it's a lot more comfortable to watch even though you're still uncomfortable watching evil dead yeah supposedly that was one cohesive plot and from what i looked up and and stuff uh it does actually have like a theme that was present throughout the entire movie or like a couple different themes or something yeah you can pick it up if you kind of sit with it for a second you can say like all right i think this is what it was about and like there's a storyline it's not just all abstract art yeah but yeah. yeah, so, I mean, um, just to, to, like, mention this, too, uh, we're not trying to, like, ruin anything uh, in the movie. I won't, I won't talk about specific instances, but I, I don't think that necessarily talking about the movie beforehand. It, so if you watch the movie and listen to this, then you can digest it with us and then have a conversation with somebody else who was weird enough to watch the fucking movie. <laughs> um, or be part of a conversation, I guess, is how podcasts work. But either way, um, we might mention some stuff that, like, borders on spoiler, but I think that it's important, uh, like, to tell you, like, why maybe you should watch this movie. Like, was it wasn't worth it. And uh, honestly, spending uh, spending my time wa- uh, reading the entire fucking wiki. And I, I, I saw a few reviews, and there's some ruining uh, shit in the reviews uh, watching this beforehand. But otherwise, um, I, I didn't lose anything from the movie from having read about it a little bit beforehand. Mm. And I, I think that it made me a little less confused, which helped me through the plot. Yeah, I I liked going into it not having any idea what it was about because I just I knew the title and anything. But I think having some sort of foundation probably would have helped me follow it a little bit better. Yeah. So one thing I read about was uh, the lady in the radiator. Mm hmm that's not clear that's just no. the radiator glows and then there's a stage and then there's a stage and then there's a lady dancing but yeah um who looked fucking weird i don't i don't understand the face yeah. prosthetics but it was cool just yeah she like it's it's fucking like, it, it, no matter what i describe to you like it, it's like it's like hearing like oh somebody was stabbed and then like watching someone get fucking stabbed <laughs> it's totally different <laughs> i should i do think they should watch this movie the, yeah. the viewership um i mean I've totally got... worth it especially if you're a twin peaks fan which i don't know why you wouldn't be it's a pretty, it's a pretty good show it's a little slow a little, little boring at points but yeah um yeah like it's got that weird vibes like whenever uh what's his face the detective he, he goes into like the psychic trances special and... agent cooper i'm not a fucking super fan okay <laughs> like i love that I show, like the show so much i'm sorry yeah whatever you and every other girl uh I'm Rude. sorry. It's, it's a fact. All right. It's not actually a fact. No, that's, it's not. That's, that's not a fact at all. That's not what facts generalization. are. That's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Was that sexist? I, I'm pretty sure all girls do love Twin Peaks, though. No, no most. Most. No. I don't want to make Art it like girls. a sweeping artsy I know artsy plenty of people women included that have never even heard of the show it's just funny you mentioned art girls because absolutely fucking yeah like like his visuals his his vibe like in twin peaks he always has that smooth jazz going on Uh, yes yeah uh, i have actually a huge crush on her but i know Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i like that's his whole vibe his aesthetic um and it's like if this being his first movie it totally fucking like like the, the the thing I always remember from Twin Peaks is uh, that little midget. Yeah. And then not only just the midget, like, but him dancing afterwards. With his 
like weird reversed English. Yeah. Oh, I was dancing there for a second too. Yeah. I was trying, just thinking in my brain. Doing a fairly good impression. Anybody who knows what I'm talking about, you should be dancing too. Dance, please. Now. And stop. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was wicked fucking cool. And like uh, the... Um, I mean, he, he chose, like, several really good locations. I remember that giant... There was a giant gradient. Um, the, the guy's about to walk into a tunnel, and the way that David Lynch filmed it was, like, there was, like, a, a perfect triangle forming uh, of, like, of just a value scale from, like, very dark to, like, super bright. Like, the whole thing. Uh, we watched this on an OLED TV, which is, like, super high contrast levels. Darks are darker. Uh, whites are whiter. Um and like the movie was large. perfect. There's so many different particle scenes where like the the film is is uh, shot in black and white. Yes. So uh, having a high contrast like or setting and stuff. I guess if you want to be super specific about it. Whatever. <laughs> Grayscale. Um, is that what that's called officially? Yeah. Grayscale. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean it, that's like it's really really fucking cool looking like it's like a sketch pad which i mean technically yeah he, that was um, cool we, we were watching interview uh, afterwards okay i watched like half an interview and i was like i don't know if i want to keep watching this but then we uh, you know i watched the second half uh, after the movie and uh david lynch um when he was filming the movie there uh, supposedly there was no like official script there's no written like word which would, yeah. might attribute to the very odd dialogue that happens <laughs> frequently well not even not really it's more oh okay yeah no okay like... all right in the instances where there's dialogue it's always fucking weird <laughs> I, like we we, we had so maybe no like a too. third of the movie maybe a quarter of it had dialogue so that might be generous dude it was like it was quiet. It, I, yeah. like it can, every time there was dialogue and this is kind of the interesting thing especially that it gets lost in movies today is the dialogue being in little like explosions it's actually jarring yeah. Like when whenever somebody would talk, I would get confused and be like, "Wait a second, this is not a well, okay, it's not a silent film, but like it would just it convinces you that the sound that the sorry the movie doesn't have dialogue. Yeah, silent yeah, films. Silent, silent films film still had noise; they just didn't have like uh, speakers yeah, and stuff like that. Sometimes they would have, like, they would have like um, background soundtrack, or they would have live performers in the theater way back in the day, like a pianist, and maybe maybe that's penist? it. Pian pi pianist. A pianist. No. They had a live penis in the theater. <laughs> Just <laughs> there for the film. Was it Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> <laughs> no, Kyle. This is <laughs> no. <laughs> a live penis <laughs> playing for the film. Either way, yeah, like Nosferatu, they they had a soundtrack to that and shit. Yeah, which was, sometimes cool with movie. um. Maybe with... we should do Nosferatu. Yeah, but um, with uh old films that you have recordings of now um the soundtrack will be added after the fact so the film could have been completely silent and was supposed to be viewed that way and then sometimes soundtracks will be added afterwards how if, long were these things what do you mean the films yeah no, the the silent films like actually silent I don't know. Tell me I'm... exactly how long they are. <laughs> I wasn't a film student, but okay. this is just general knowledge that I know about this kind of stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. 
it's just interesting to think about. So the yeah. noise is like, like well, that. Well, I'm just thinking about dedicating, like, because movies are always like, uh, on average, like an hour and 30 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Like not 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like an hour and 30 minutes of silently staring at a screen. It's I don't just... think they were that long. I think they were much shorter. They were probably like maybe considering 10 the minutes. expense of film. Yeah, and just yeah, because they were old films. Yeah, I guess. I guess you're not gonna watch Mission Impossible <laughs> in the early. <laughs> Was it 1900s, 2000s? So 20 to the 20th century is what yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, you're thinking like 20th century. So it is 20th century, 1900s. That was fucking confusing. Yeah, me. yeah, I'm never sure. Yeah, but we're in 21st century. And we're now. in the 21st century. Yep. There used to be a show on some kind of kids cartoon channel, like PBS or something, mm-hmm. and it was Sherlock of the 21st century, mm. and it was fucking clearly in the 90s because, um, oh, so he was driving a spaceship. <laughs> He's driving a spaceship and he's flying around. And he had like a Dick Tracy coat. It was like yellow and stuff. Nice. I don't remember any fucking other thing from this show except for it. There was Sherlock. He was in a Dick Tracy coat and he flew a car. But still, every That's time I like, like it kind of like opposite fucked with me because, like, I was like, oh yeah, the twenty first century. They there's no way they could have possibly thought in the nineties that the twenty first century would have flying cars. So they must have meant. Oh, okay. The 21st century is 2100. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, like 21,000. Okay. okay, I see. What That's you what mean. my brain did as a, as a little kid, and I, it still trips me up to this day. Every time I think 21st century, I'm just like, yeah, flying cars. Thanks, fucking Sherlock. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, I just want to talk about that song too, because like the second we finished the film, we we watched it. Uh, we both work like adults. Um. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it's like I don't know how to address that. Like, it's not like you hear so many podcasts. They're like, "Oh yeah, I'm a professional podcaster. I have oh, yeah. tons of advertising, and I fucking don't do anything other than podcasting," which is totally respectable. It's super cool. <laughs> Nothing against that. I would love to do that. That's why I'm fucking doing this. But like, um, first yeah, episode. I mean, now, like, we work like our asses off, and you know, it's 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 a it's a hard life. But uh, I'm just saying, we watch this fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Why was at the word relevant? O'clock. Oh yeah, okay, okay. At like a midnight o'clock. film, like how the movie exactly, was exactly. That's what I'm saying. Filmed. And honestly, um, the second I finished the film, I, we did watch like an interview of the film. But um, the second we turned it off, I was like, I want to go straight to sleep <laughs> because I want it to fuck with me. Oh, oh yeah, you're because always... if you watch if you watch this kind of a movie and it's like it's like well the the thing that I wrote down we had notepads and like I I wrote down that it was like. Um, let me get it. The one thing you wrote. Literally the only thing I had to write because everything else I could fucking remember. Cause Tell me to pick up the pen the you was pointed. No, I don't want it. I'm not writing. <laughs> Whatever. I'm talking. We're talking, Kaylee. <laughs> um, pure social anxiety fuel. Ah. Yeah. Because yeah. it is. And, I mean, clearly, uh, throughout the whole movie, there's some pretty strong sexual sh- shit sex sexual sexual um yeah there's like really really strong sexual undercurrents so that makes sense but and like social anxiety goes with that but like never mind i'll talk about that because that would spoil something but there's 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 like uh, pretty much all the women are kind of in some way moving on him yeah and he just sometimes it's subtle sometimes it's pretty fucking direct sometimes they throw little spermies at him (laughs) what what is it called like spermatozone like the little thing that um, is that your desk? It's a ghost. Oh, cool. We've got a ghosty. Um, it's not surprising for us. Um, anyways, so 
yeah, like I think it's called like spermatozone. Let me let me look it up to for the proper pronunciation. No, 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 look it up. It's but fine. Um, you look it up. Fuck you. That he's talking to you. to you, the listener. Yeah. Um, you're in on the conversation too. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking. I'm. I, I, you're not. <laughs> so like, look it up if you care. If you don't care, then who fucking cares? Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Oh, okay. This is not an educational podcast. Okay. All right. I'd like there to be now, you, some you can, information. Okay, you involved, can look it, you can look it up, but what, what am I going to talk about while okay, you're looking it up? Basically, that, you know? whatever. Okay. <laughs> Don't you whatever. Me. There's these things that look like spinal cords with a brain, but it's. I think it's supposed to look like the spermatozone spelling pronunciation. That's like sperm. Uh, this the sperm plus like oh egg. so a, sper- a spermatozone is supposedly like the little like individual like wiggly guys in the in the in the goat the goo i think so in in the goo but the I, i'm not positive <laughs> I, I i think it's bef- like before the egg it becomes a zygote but i'm not positive on that so it's still a wiggly boy yeah it's still a wiggly boy there might be like a a lady friend involved too which i want to mention with the opening scene because there's this random like planet egg like thing that always is like cracking and breaking, uh-huh. right? And then there's like that spermy dude too. So I think that like the whole thing, or I shouldn't say the whole thing. Like there's just a lot of parenthood and sex and stuff undertones, but never like uh, not I don't know. only not only the sex, but like the fucking terror of it. Like clearly this dude, like, yeah. and, like that that gets into like the way it was filmed, like uh, very socially awkward. Uh, I feel like. Uh, I mean, the kid, like, it's a film about his awkwardness with things like sex and parenthood. Yes. Uh, like and Henry he, he, Spencer, right? <clears throat> was it? I know his last name was Spencer. I don't remember his first name. Maybe I don't, know. I don't know. Nance. We'll call him Nance. Yeah. Because the actor's name, Nance. Last name. Jack. Jack Nance? Yes. I think, right? Yeah. I don't he, know. He was also in Twin Peaks because of the work he did in this film. Because David Lynch and him were friends. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> yeah, it's it's just it, it, social anxiety regarding parenthood and stuff. Yeah. And the there is there's there's a baby. You're gonna hear about a baby if you look up this a, film. A maybe baby. That was good. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the the reason that was good is because who fucking knows what the fuck was that thing? Was that a monster? It was a monster, but it was he he still cared for it. He still you brought like a little a humidifier over to it. Oh, I know. He got sick at one point. And it was kind of cute. Uh, it was kind of cute though, right? Yeah. yeah it looked cause... like it looked like a rabbit head, but big and turned inside out. <laughs> or just like skinned <clears throat> or something. Yeah. 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 It, uh, like kind of looked like like a, like a goat with with a little tongue thing. Yeah. <laughs> now again, like. This isn't ruin it. No, no, <laughs> because you're gonna see you're it gonna anyways, see it and you're gonna be like, "Oh no, like, that's, what the I don't fuck? know what the fuck that. Is. What the fuck were they saying? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 like, and that's what you should do because this this was fucked up. That's just really weird. Um, yeah, <clears throat> but all incredibly intentional, which I find like really important with this film that nothing in it was like a mistake. It was meticulous. It was like, like. M- yeah, it was, it was all so intentional. Yeah, it would have to be with the amount of time and, and shit. I mean, they they, uh, they lost funding uh, in the middle of it or like have partially towards part the way end. Through it. Yeah, and uh, everybody started working their own jobs and then donating the money. So what they yeah. would do is they would film overnight. <clears throat> and like I was just making the joke about us, like, oh, I'm poor. I want to <laughs> make a podcast and be like Joe Rogan. 
Um, or Kevin <laughs> or Mark Smith. Maron. Or Mark Maron. Definitely Mark Maron. Yeah. I think of all of them, probably Mark Maron. He's great. But, um... Brain fart. What was I talking about? Um, they they would all get jobs and and yeah yeah oh, donate yeah, their yeah. time to the film. And they were also saying in the interview we were watching that when they ran out of film because like that was film like the was main expensive. thing. That's the main thing that they would have a problem like getting their hands on. Yes. So sometimes they would go get some like Kodak film and then bring it to work. Yeah, like, though the employees, like yeah. they would on their way to the job that they're not technically getting paid for. Like they, they, well, they it was still like, got paid. Yeah, he I, cut the their pay. He was like he he wanted to make sure yeah, okay. that everyone was getting compensated for their time because that was okay. really important to him. Yeah. Um, it originally, I think they said, it originally started like around twenty five dollars or something, and then when funding became almost nothing it was like twelve dollars twenty five dollars a week yes oh sorry not yeah. an hour a week no yeah yeah <laughs> which is just a funny thing to think about like oh yeah i'm gonna invest my time for twenty five dollars a week yeah but they they all cared about what they were they creating so much yeah like everybody it, it, it's not just david lynch's fucking like vision that you're watching on that screen it's it's a bunch of like collaborative people like trying to fight to get the film made it's a love evil child dead, evil dead has a similar story but it's not so heartwarming it's yeah. not as heartwarming as that. Yeah. I mean, with Evil Dead, everybody like left halfway through the the film, and like, <laughs> and like, like the Fuck final. This, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, the final scene in Evil Dead is is this ash, and then it's a bunch of like claymation shit, which is so cool. It was I, super cool. I love cool. that. And this movie has similar elements around the end too. There's a lot of really good. Like, well, what I'm getting at is that the art is it's fucking it's art. You're uh, literally watching art. Yeah, that's basically when I was coming to like what my overall review in this podcast would be about is that if you're a fan of consuming art in any level i think it's important to see this film yeah absolutely because like it's just if you're a film student no question well yeah but each each shot you could take like a screenshot of it and put it on the wall and someone would be like that's a beautiful piece of art because it's all so so well positioned and framed and like the textures and david lynch like was taking each time to figure out I forget what what the the phrase is, but like putting different paint on the wall and seeing how that would look on the black and white film, and if yeah. that was the right tone he would want, it was just it, oh, it's so beautiful, it's so beautiful, but it's so like jarring at the same time. It's like modern art, and you're just like I don't know how to feel yeah, about it's, this. Well, I was getting a lot of um, well, an example of uh, of modern art. Mm-hmm. Her name is like Marina Bramovic. Oh, um, she's performance art or um. Right? Is that what it's called? Performance art? I don't know, man. She does stuff in person. Either way, performance art, you stand up on a stage, and then you do shit, and then, like, it's supposed to convey a a meaning of some sort. And Mm -hmm. uh, Marina, I think you said her name. Um, The example I was getting at is she has a a video that's on YouTube. I spent, Mm -hmm. like, a whole day at one point just looking up there's performance art, just because I'm like, what? You know? Yeah. Um, (laughs) And what what, one... one video is it's literally black and white. She doesn't have a shirt on. You see her boobs. It's pretty pretty rad. Um, nice. <laughs> you, you can see her boobs in a lot of interest, instances. She she's not shy about them, which yeah. is great. That's feminist. But um, so you know, she's completely naked. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's black and white, and then she's got a comb and she, sorry, a brush, and she's just brushing her hair repeatedly, and like it's like ripping out strands, and you can Oof. see it, and she's just brushing it, and I I think she's saying like, "Am I pretty?" Or oh, something. that's fucked like, up. Am I pretty? And like. Um, you're watching this for about two minutes, mm-hmm. 
And like two minutes in, you're like, all right, like I like tits, <laughs> but this is a long time. And I think that's. <laughs> and then you slide the mouse around and you see that it's a 15 minute long video and you're like, okay, maybe something changes. <laughs> and I will tell you, I fucking sat there. <laughs> For 15 goddamn minutes. I didn't skip around that shit. I wasn't like, oh, well, maybe if I just click through and impulses and stuff, like, I can get the general feeling. I fucking sat there and I fucking watched it. And it's just 15 goddamn minutes of, like, like, am I pretty? You know? And, like, like, the point is, clearly, that um, you spend too much fucking time (laughs) worrying about whether or not you're pretty enough. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, a commentary on the the ideals that we place onto, you know, chicks with, hey. like, fucking Disney characters and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it makes sense. It's important. And, like, me, uh, th- that's the important thing about performance art, too. The amount of time it takes to breathe is part of it. Of course, I'm giving, like, a fucking, like, lecture on, like, her shit. I'm not, uh, I'm not credited uh, at yeah. all. I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. You're just about. a viewer of it, which is still but, important. Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of the point. That means that she did her art well, because I, as some fucking schmuck, could sit on a couch and get exactly what she's trying to say mm-hmm. based on, uh, you know, what was happening in front of me. Because uh, the, the, there is an element of the performance art and it's you as the intellectual sitting on the couch yes you need to infer that if it's going on for too long it's not like oh she's just being fucking annoying it's like no she intentionally made a 15 minute long video yeah of her combing her fucking hair and saying am i pretty yet because she wants you to let she wants to let you know like yeah you're right this is taking way too fucking long yeah. why am i doing this fucking long <laughs> you know like <laughs> nobody wants to do that and so um I mean, the the point is, uh, what I'm getting at is, especially with the lady in the radiator, when she's mm. stomping on spermies, which is Ugh. the other thing, she's a fucking creep. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, But the point is, like, if you get, start getting uncomfortable and feeling fucking weird while you're watching this movie, if, you, if your stomach starts to flop, that's the fucking point. Yeah, lean into it. That's, the, yeah. Yeah. And the, the problem I have with uh, some movies these days, especially horror, is, like, sometimes it doesn't feel intentional. And, like, mm-hmm. you could say that that's, like, natural or something like that. But uh, what I have a problem is, uh, like, I don't know where to give credit to people. Yeah. It's hard to, like, because there's all sorts of shit that you can infer. I mean, I'm, like, I watched the entire Resident Evil series with a friend in one day. In one sitting, in, might I add. It, I was not the friend, unfortunately. Literally or one sitting. When know. we got to, like, the fifth movie, I was like, hey, can we, like, maybe go grab a cheeseburger and decompress a little <laughs> bit from all of this shitty fucking writing? And he was like, but then we will have left, and it will have not been in one sitting. And I was like, you're fucking right. You're right, man. So we sat the fuck down, we finished the goddamn movie series. But, um... Yeah, no, the the writing is entirely incoherent. It's all over the place. And then we were having conversations to try to decipher, like, what, how exactly did we end up here? And <laughs> I kept getting angry because, like, I kept saying, like, no, you can't, you can't say that that's how we ended up here because that's just us inferring. We're just trying to draw yeah. lines where there are no fucking lines. The writing is fucking terrible for all those movies. Also... They're individually good movies, but they're individually <laughs> good movies. It's not like should it, yeah. It's like when you read a comic book, and you read another comic book from a different writer and artist, but it's starring the same character. the same character. So let's say uh, you read one comic book starring you know a certain writer and a certain artist, 
and then you switch over to a second comic book, the artist is the same. So mm-hmm. the director is the same, but the writer seems like a different fucking guy, even though it is the same guy for the Resident Evil series. But I'm pretty sure. I'm not, don't quote me. But yeah. Um, yeah, like either, either way, I'm just saying, like, I can infer whatever he's trying to get at from movie to movie, but with david lynch you know there's no inference like he fucking meant it that way if you if you find something some little gem something really fucking clever or if you see like the cinematography in some kind of way or like i was saying if your stomach flips because you're disgusted that's the fucking point yeah so yeah like david lynch super cool dude and i have every faith that like i everything that i saw mattered to the story during that movie yeah. there was a, nothing was just shock value for the sake of i mean technically the whole thing is it's one, like shock, one value. shock value but maybe i, mean, maybe, I don't know that might be reductive uh i think at the time him and peggy were married did they have kids i don't know i don't know if they ever had kids because this out. is the movie is definitely about a fear of having kids i'm not trying to say david lynch has a fucking fear of having kids but i'm just saying like we tend to write art about the shit that we're going through at that time in life maybe he had his own like uh, discomforts and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, it's possible. Or he could just say, like, could have felt this is a good idea because they were they were still like he I might, shouldn't they, say young adults, going but dialogue. Yeah, and also, I mean, maybe there was commentary on like overpopulation of the world because that's that's not a recent problem. We always think of it a recent problem, but it's definitely not. Um, um, maybe it was just and especially like the deformed kid and like you know like why are you having this deformed fucking ugly ass baby ugh. doing? Yeah, I don't know. There's just that felt like a whole big part of the the shit but david lynch yeah okay. you, you can trust him yeah. if you see like crazy well done shots you know that it was all intentionally done like that to like kind of say something but what's up he's got four kids um at the time of the movie though I, it doesn't say I, I just thought this little bit was funny four kids including and then a link to jennifer They're, none of the other kids are listed just jennifer <laughs> did she but, work in movies i don't i don't know i'm gonna click it in a bit but he has had four spouses him and peggy were married in 1976, divorced in 1974, which is interesting because the movie first was, like, shown in 77. But there's a whole, like, connection of the Fisk family, too. The Fisk were one of the main funding people. Right, but uh, he was married to Mary Fisk in 1977. Then they were divorced 10 years later. Other fun fact that we found out was uh, Sissy Spacek had a lot to do with the funding of the film. Um, Super cool. She wasn't in it. No, I don't know. I I didn't see her in the she wasn't even in the interview yeah she wasn't in the interview we watched no but like apparently her and uh her husband threw a bunch of money at it to try to keep it going like after they lost funding Mm -hmm. and uh the american film institute was like look man we can't can't keep doing this you know like it's been taking too long but But, yeah yeah. she she sissy spacek for what it's uh for those who don't know is uh carrie she played carrie in uh the original make so the first one that made stephen king super famous she was also in um castle rock yeah yeah just another stephen king inspired thing what else what else has she been i don't uh, care no i want to find out no but i'd rather like know from memory instead of like just looking it up to but like you, that's how you learn you learn by looking up yeah but not too. while you're recording stuff Never. oh <laughs> Although, jack fisk was her husband yeah that's okay. why that's why when you brought up jack fisk i was like oh, yeah sure sorry I, you yeah but, you said um, that so that was a new moot point no, 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 it was still relevant because I didn't actually say it, but, uh, yeah, I mean, like, hearing about, like, her, like, funding, um, 
this project and stuff for somebody else and knowing that she didn't even have any screen time as an actress yeah. uh, or actor. Um, it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, I, I actually, I'm starting to kind of build like a fan fandom for her, like based off of first off Carrie, I think Stephen King's a fucking rad dude. Yeah. Uh, his shit's really cool, really well influenced. Um, and then of course she was great in that movie. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of a fan of uh, Sissy Spacek at this point because she, she just keeps popping up in all these cool, like, cult classic <laughs> stuff. Um, but let's uh, reel it back in to Eraserhead. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. What there, else did you think was poignant? The, the symbolism in different aspects. Like, there was that one thing that really stood out just throughout i mean they they filmed in in, in old uh, horse stables right but he like built his set and all of that so i don't know if the random mulch and ah, vegetation just yeah. left in people's homes that like was weird <laughs> it was like decoration i think part of what i was thinking of was maybe kyle told me before we watched that the funding was like all over the place a little bit it was super low budget mm -hmm. supposedly uh, i mean i don't know the numbers um so i was thinking like oh maybe they were just saying all right i just want this room to be full of shit like a bunch of stuff everywhere and they're like well all we have is actual shit so let's just <laughs> but no it wasn't yeah we made a joke that there was a giant horse shit <laughs> And then I, I made another joke about how uh, how big the horse was. And that's why they kept it, because it was just like, wow. Giant horse shit. But um, uh, it did look like a gigantic fucking horse shit. Yeah, it, it looks like, like... Just on somebody's dresser, like, have you, hanging out. If you've ever seen, like, a pine needles, but they're partially decomposed, it was like that kind of mulch. It was like hay. It was yeah, like it was literally like, like what you would find on hay. the bottom of... Uh, like a horse a, stable a bin yeah like yeah. a horse a horse barn thingy um, um but, it was, but it was in black and white so it was more dark colored but yeah yeah it was all over the place everybody had it like lining their entire house or decorating and the other thing um because you you mentioned this too is mm -hmm. uh next to uh, the, the main tree. character's bed yeah is uh a little like it's like a dirt pile on a coffee table there's no room for coffee there it's just it's, it's just a coffee a table a coffee table covered in a mound of dirt and uh, stabbed into it is like a branch or something. It's supposed to be a tree. It's supposed I think. to be a tree, but it was a fucking branch. But anyway, um, that was not um, stationary. That was that showed up several times. Yeah. When and... he lost his head, um, the, it's in the background. Yeah, there, it it's, comes it's out a, it's on a, the it's doily. A constant, and I was wondering too. Uh, and I this is one of those things where while we were watching the movie, I was like, shut up, shut up, Kyle. You know, don't mention that right now. I'll mention it mm -hmm. later. Um, the symbolism of recurring life because supposedly gonna, yeah. trees are supposed to symbolize like life like right. returning and coming and going like this tree of life and the tree was bare you yeah. know so my, it wasn't it wasn't a lush tree as we my were saying. note on here uh, it, i mean this my whole notes just look like an abstract like poem essentially um the trees but, on the table <laughs> no i just wrote barren tree um <laughs> and so yeah, bears I think, in that tree like <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so the the barren tree it could have meant that like maybe her womb was barren this whole time you know i don't know because like the whole whole life and everything and there there was no life and it was very decidedly 
lack of vegetation in the whole entire film. Yeah, it's it supposed was to like, like post... dirt piles. It's industrial. Not, yeah, not post-apocalyptic, but like, uh, if you ever what... read the book, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Think of that. Mm. Think of I I said Isidol Isidor Isidor is what his name is. But um, yeah, the movie doesn't apply. Fuck no, no. I love Blade Runner. Don't get me fucking wrong, but it's not the book. The book was a very Blade Runner's a very it, uh, uh, never mind. Well, that'll we'll be a whole other fucking time. time. Fuck it. But stay um, tuned. Yeah, it was it was like it, like when industrialism goes too fucking far, mm. uh, it was very barren, very cold. But it was also just literally like looking at a fucking like moving picture painting. Like oh, it was so beautiful, wicked cool. All the particle shots were amazing too. Yeah, and yeah. I found out that it was eraser shavings, not like oh, dust or anything. It was all yeah. It was decidedly like eraser shavings or whatever. Or I, I yeah. Yeah, or at least that's what we're, um, what, we're what it was supposed, supposed to, to like look. It was supposed to look like. I don't know if they oh. actually used eraser shavings. They probably they might have, yeah. but that was what it was supposed to be. Um, and yeah, just some of those shots were just so magnificent. Like he would be, um, Nance would just be standing there with like his confused like uncomfortable really genuine looking look. dude yeah. he's so cool it's um, like, well, it's, okay another thing too is that it's like it's all got one big very thick almost tim burton feel yeah we we were saying um it's like, like, like it would be it would be kind of like tim burton if it wasn't so fucked up <laughs> like because it did have that cutesy gothic vibe yeah uh at a lot of points but like it like then you'd get hit with something and you'd be like, Ooh, yeah, <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I was saying um, last night when we were watching it before you mentioned the Tim Burton thing that it was like watching that old French movie about the moon. Ah, La, La Luna. La Luna, maybe. La Luna. Um, very cool film. Um, super odd, but it felt like that mixed with an old episode of the Twilight Zone, like early on, and then mixed Tim Burton on top of that, and you've kind of. Sort of got it, but that's, I don't know, yeah. it's David Lynch. All, all very artistically influenced things. Like yes. In Twilight Zone, you might watch that and you'd be like, oh, this is fucking boring because of those explosions, but it's very dialogue-based. But yeah. the, the funny thing is that it's not dialogue-based, this movie that we're talking about. But, um, yeah, but the, the dialogue, the lack thereof, again, like, you, you're fully attent. You're watching this movie. We, we at one point had to pause the movie, uh, and we were an hour in, and I swear to God, it felt like maybe, maybe 30, 30 minutes. minutes. Yeah. So, like, the whole time I've just been staring at the screen, my eyes are fucking wide, and, like, I'm just taking it all in. We're glued. You know, minute at a time, and, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, um, what I wanted to say earlier, or maybe now, I'm, I'm gonna say it now, I was feeling super uncomfortable, like, during the film, of course, but afterwards just sitting in the silence, because I'm pretty sure the credits were silent. Yeah. Uh, I was just, I like... Think. Maybe. No, I think it was piano or something. It might have been like, piano. Like jolly piano. Oh, maybe. I don't fucking know. Either way, Either way I was just sitting in this, like, what do I make of all of what I just experienced for the past hour and a half? Uh-huh. What am I supposed to do with all of this information? I just, ugh. And then we watched the, the interview. Um, David Lynch wasn't in it. Uh, we could probably link the interview that we were watching so people could reference it. Yeah, maybe. Um, it's like the first thing that comes up, you say, a racerhead interview. Okay. So yeah. I don't know if you want. You know, I think it'd be good. Um, just reference material for people. Um, but 
Okay, D from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't what I was going for, but... Oh, man. Okay, we'll keep going. Okay. <laughs> tell, me, tell me what fucked you up. So... Because I well, got fucked up, too, but I, I got... want you to tell me what, you, what, what fucked you up. <sighs> I, I think <clears throat> just the, the overall anxiety, I mean, because... I, I was in a psych class beforehand and we were talking about babies and just child development, which I thought was in, like, what are the chances of that also being the topic of the film? And, oh man, just, I don't, I don't want to spoil anything when, um, but there was a point when he was just trying to figure out what the fuck are you, you know, cause the baby's yeah, all the baby, swaddled. Yeah, the baby starts like investigating it in and a weird he's way. he's investigating yeah, um, we'll leave it at that. Not he doesn't diddle it. That's not what we're trying to get at. <laughs> but, Absolutely you know, not. Yeah, he's just like he's looking at this baby. It's literally the last like several minutes. Yeah, he's just staring at it and there, he's trying to like, figure out what to what to make of it. You know, this texture on the screen that was like like potato salad, like mashed potato salad, and it was just like spewing, and it was like. Uh, and I could that like I almost like I I like that's the part that got you the special effects. No, special effects were super good, yeah, but that was honestly. what like Do you I was know, feeling. Hey, pukey. hold up! Yeah, While what? we're talking about this, um, <laughs> I know you want to get cut me you, off. You want to treat me like some kind of therapist? Off. I get you. you you're gonna tell me what <laughs> fucked you up, but I, I I know I get the appeal. But no, let I'm me tell to keep you, you on track. let me tell you that they still have not disclosed what that fucking baby was made out of. Really? There's still no actual, like, account. There's no, like, nobody, like, literally David Lynch has been asked about it, like, several fucking times. Yeah. And every single time he's like, oh, I don't know, maybe it was born nearby. I don't know. I'm not of sure where it came he from. Would. But of he course he would. Of course he would fucking say that, but also... He doesn't also, disclose anything, really. No? I, I don't really know too much of his or, character. I shouldn't really, say like, doesn't, Googled. but he, he always likes people to to infer what they're going to infer from it. He doesn't want people to, uh, he doesn't want to tell people what the art was really about. Or how to replicate his yeah, props. How to repl- yeah, yeah, that too. But still, it's like, oh, like maybe like, there was. A, I read at one point too that there was a, maybe a, it, it was like a skinned animal. Like I was saying, it looked, it looked like a rabbit that was inside out or something Dude, like yeah. that. Dude, yeah, did like actually literally viscerally look like like inside out flesh. The eye, like they ha- like that thing had that was eyes cool that too. looked didn't look human, but it looked legitimate eye, and it was fucking freaky Dude, and it, it cool. moved like, and oh yeah. man you should you should check it out it's yeah. like uh, yeah it's, it's, it's definitely worth cool. your three hours like there's three especially hours, like, if you're listening hour and a half, hour if and you're half. listening to this you like like details about niche movies so like there's no chance i think that you're not going to enjoy this movie on some kind of a level or yeah. you're not going to walk away from this movie being like all right well there goes three hour, uh, an hour and a half of my fucking life you know yeah like hey <laughs> i almost said three hours which you did the say three way, hours earlier by the fucking way there's plenty of goddamn movies out there at this point that are three hours fucking long what did we watch we watched some godfather yeah oh, we okay. watched right. godfather right. but that's a whole thing we watched that in the second one I don't. We can't open that can of worms right now. That's a no, whole thing. No, because I'm gonna go off on it. And then and it'll be three hours like of a, your life. Yeah, it's gonna take up more of my. Life. <laughs> I didn't. Okay, let me get this fucking straight for anybody who is watching this, and they're all like, "Godfather's the best fucking movie out there." Yeah. Because I think that's a going joke that everybody says it's fucking classic. But okay, I don't know and if it's I a say, going joke. I, I think that's the, the confusing part to me because, like, I'm like, uh, not mm. the greatest, but it's a good movie. Don't get me wrong. Influential. Very well written. Very logical. And the main thing that we were getting at where, like, films move too fast and there is no, like, like you, you infer stuff, you know? Like, there's no guessing with this, with the the, the story of Godfather. Yeah. It's, it's very well 
written very like it's a fucking beautiful movie yeah visually but like all of them they're all like i, I don't know actually i haven't seen three but we didn't yeah we yeah. didn't see three but they're all beautiful and in in respect to movies and stuff i don't feel like i lost anything from having seen it but i do like we had to stop we would finish an hour and a half of the fucking movie <laughs> and then we would have to stop and then pick it up the, the next, next day. day because again we fucking work like i can't spend three hours at 11 11 o'clock at night after work when i have work the next day <laughs> i mean something if something gripped us enough then yes but three fucking like, hours three fucking hours girl with two the dragon hours, tattoo sure, but... that hour that movie was pretty long that was a great movie actually that though. was really good um yeah but that's like a, a big amalgamation of both what i of a lot of shit, shit that i love in movies especially the shock value that we're talking about right now but either way but, um yeah timing gotten, now as, as i said fucking godfather took me completely off track um what was i talking about what were timing. we talking about you were talking about timing um but before that yeah, I think there's something else, but I, we'll, we'll just go back. We'll just go back. Um, what fucked you up? <laughs> we can finally make you. You're talking about like the the mashed potatoes. Oh, the special that were effects. On screen. Yeah, yeah, dude, it, it, I could like like hear and like smell it. Oh, am I clipping? No, you're okay, not. okay. Um, yeah, I could hear, I could smell it, and I was just like, uh, and then like the head's just like floating around and doing shit, and I was, just, I, I don't know, but the the social anxiety of it. Oh, my psych class we're talking about human development and how like um you class around this age you'll be thinking about whether or not you want to get married whether or not you want to have children things like that that's just a normal part of like psychological development i who are we talking about like pj like um development he, he's a, a swiss psychologist or something from, oh yeah um, i wouldn't know that <laughs> yeah uh, and i don't either I, I, he, she handed out a pink piece of paper and she's like remember pink for pj and that's all i'm remembering right now so she did it her worked. job it worked um but yeah and i was just thinking like huh i already know where i stand but let me think about that more and then this movie just fucking hit the <laughs> hit it even more about just like the discomfort of parenthood and i was just like mm, i don't I don't know. That's a horrible noise. Please don't do that noise in my ears. <laughs> that's like, yeah, I guess it's if my, that's a socially uncomfortable noise, you're totally right. It's, yeah, that's yeah it's, a, I'm un, it's my uncomfortable noise. I'm sorry. It's I'll, like, I'll work I, I, on... I'm thinking about squeezing things through things that don't fit. Then whatever you make that noise. <laughs> like constipation. But, yeah, exactly. Exactly like that. You sound constipated. <laughs> That's too mean. I'm sorry. I'll uh, fix my discomfort noise too. Yeah, please be more comfortable. Comfort. Please be comfort. more comfortable. Um, <laughs> but okay, so yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, after all of that, and I was just trying to sleep in in my room, and I'm just like, I need to process things more. So I went to like, oh, Google Eraserhead. Oh, Wikipedia. Click, and then I was thinking like, oh, I really shouldn't be digging in too much, so I can have more like pure. Um, opinions conversation. and conversation about yeah. it we literally didn't talk about this with each other uh we finished the movie we we said our goodbyes we, we watched the interview of course but then yeah. like literally we didn't fucking talk and we, we went and we did yoga this morning and, and uh, then... <laughs> i mean during the entire like you know car ride i was just thinking like don't say anything don't you don't you dare like there were several things that popped in my head i was like oh by the way about that movie last night i'm like <laughs> no you know leave it alone have this conversation later because we fucking like we literally would we, we talk we, about we shit watch, all the time we watch so many goddamn movies and then 
we just we we hash them out and stuff that's why we're doing this podcast because we, we just frequently hash out uh entire movies and stuff so like, hey maybe other people will want to listen to our chit chats yeah you know um because i'm very very interesting and kaylee's somewhat interesting and <laughs> together <laughs> together we're really kind of interesting uh mildly so very mildly very mildly um like toast but yeah no like, we, we literally just kind of sat we didn't we didn't like we went we left and we both just stared at our fucking bedroom ceilings just thinking you know like thinking just which i like, love i think that's the like the best quality of a movie like this it leaves you it's definitely visceral it's yes. impactful you're thinking exactly what i was thinking okay keep going um, yeah and generally like the the point that i'm trying to get with all of this was like oh importance of the film and i was trying to like avoid reading summaries or whatever but this is this is um i'm going to read a direct quote from the wikipedia page that i copied and pasted into my notes um in 2004 the film was preserved in the national film registry by the united states library of congress as quote culturally historically or aesthetically significant that's a big fucking deal. That's a quote? Yeah, that's a quote oh, yeah, from Wikipedia. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. I don't see why it wouldn't be. A lot of films do, do get taken in, but like still... like Yeah, I think it's important for the time, his first seen, film. I've seen so many films from that era, like from the like late 70s era. There were so many shit films coming out around that time. Holy shit. <laughs> um, was Attack on Precinct... Is it Precinct 13 or Precinct 16? You, uh, we should do an episode on that because yeah, that's another old that movie one. that a lot of people don't know and I feel like they should even though it's been recreated and stuff mm. uh, I think that's John Carpenter too which is another oh. like, super good what, but like it was an earlier film before he did like Halloween and shit like that mm-hmm. so that's why I think it's a super cool movie to cover oh. because again it's an, it's an OG from like a fucking heavy hitter you know yeah. that a lot of people don't know heavy it's hitter like, cult stuff too yeah I mean people who are John Carpenter fans are like I fucking know that movie fuck you but I'm just <laughs> saying that there are people who like things like Halloween and stuff and they, they don't even know anything about like um the precinct attack on precinct hand whatever <laughs> yeah i, I was um, about to go off on precinct uh 60 13 i don't even yeah, fucking she... know the name of the movie and i'm fucking like oh yeah i want to talk all about it but um <laughs> yeah no like yeah, I, I like i can see why i can see why this this film deserves That's to be there it's exactly. pure art and even though like a horror gets a bad rep especially from that era like i don't know if evil dead is <laughs> acknowledged as something that she because like evil dead was banned they were like yeah, it was just evil banned. dead shouldn't exist here it's smut whoever watches it is a, a pig you know so wink, wink. Uh, um yeah um, it is actually pretty remarkable that uh, think... he with a horror film got into that kind of a setting you yeah know? Ab- so absolutely right, yeah. i think that's a big deal and that yeah i think like artistically I, I i stand by that you know i think it's it's fantastic i think what what one was our friend saying the other day uh, princess princess bride also is acknowledged by Library of Congress, and I was like, mm. I, I have my, you haven't you made that uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, no, it's I haven't seen natural. it. Yeah. Okay, I, I have uh, multiple times. Um, How many? You say multiple. You're gonna multiply by what? Huh? <laughs> multiply. You just made you just made your uh, noise. So like you, you you gotta like not like it. I, I mean, thought right. I I don't anymore. But I'm I, I. Oh. Yeah. Anymore. How many times have you seen it? I feel like you're interrogating me because I I'm used not, to I'm like Twilight no, too. I'm not, what? What? You didn't say that. I That's read... another instance in which Dude. I spent an entire fuck. Okay, all right. I got my nose. I didn't like the movies. I liked the books. 
the, read oh, those. The file. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. so much better. No, yeah. I know. That's what I'm getting Actually, at. Like, I don't know. I can't look. I can't say that part because I never read the books. I don't yeah, know. But I did watch those fucking movies. And I can tell you that I don't like those fucking movies. So, um, what? You're clipping a little bit. I was trying to motion like back up a little bit, but you back up. I just did. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Um, but what, I, what I'm saying is that, um, I'm still avoiding uh, your, your, your uh, interrogation on that, but yeah, that I think compare that film to the film that we watched last night it, there. I think there's disparity between it and yeah. I, uh, we compare. Oh, the princess bride. I thought princess, you meant twilight. I was like, n- you shut your mouth. No, no, no. Twilight. <laughs> Cause they're both recognized by library of Congress. Okay. Cool, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I think I think they're both really important film. Or sorry, I shouldn't say they're both. I think the film that we watched last night, Eraserhead, you is very important. You can say they're both very important if you feel that way. I oh, <laughs> you shit-eating grin. Yeah, there's shit on my mouth. That mulch <laughs> that I ate. That's you the ate way the I'm grinning right from now. The, from the movie, it's just vegetation and horse shit. Um, yeah, I don't know, like symbol symbolism. All sorts of cool shit. Like, let me read you my my notes. A baby? Question mark. A maybe baby? Question mark. Blood. Oh, the chicken things. The the visual, just the visual effects that happen, like the special effects Ugh. or the practical effects. I'm just like, how the fuck? It's pretty gross. Yeah, it's super nasty, but so cool. Like, how did you how did you do that? I think practical effects are just so. Practical mm. is the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. Then I was like moss mulch. Then I was like motherhood mark and then i i go into like writing about how david lynch always kind of loves the idea of alternate places and having those be stages he when whenever it's like dreamlike he has these heavy thick velvet curtains um i mean thinking i i haven't seen blue velvet but the word velvet's in the name yeah, I mean, but no, um, but you're talking about but Twin, yeah, Peaks, Twin Peaks when he does have that dream I was talking about earlier with the the midget and stuff. And whenever, yeah, yeah, yeah. whenever uh, Agent Cooper, Special Agent Cooper, yeah, was um, dreaming. <clears throat> whenever he has those dreams, then uh, his dreams are always enveloped in these like long drop curtains, and they could have been red velvet. I think they were actually black or something. But they were red. No, I mean in eraser head oh he yeah we don't pl- know the colors. The same thing. I don't know. It's black and white, but still, um, like heavy curtain drops on dreamlike scenarios yes with like weird flooring there was a checkerboard floor in that in last night's too just his vision and how specific it is it just carries through you know you're watching a david lynch thing yeah um but yeah what was i gonna get yeah yeah that just the the symbolism of things i'm just still parsing it all apart and i don't know if i should be i don't know so that's how you were fucked up you, you do, do you mean you were just thinking like really hard? I was because I was actually a little fucked up about it. Really? Not in a weird I mean, like I was scared to go to sleep so, kind of way, but the, like the scene. I don't. I don't want to like spoil <clears throat> anything, but there's a scene where like there's just a bunch of like spermy, th- like spinal cordy things being like thrown around, and it was it was just it, it was like a weird birth scene, but not really. Mm-hmm. I I that fucked me up. I was just like crossed my legs, and I was like. <laughs> there's my noise again i'm sorry i'll work on that yeah. <laughs> um i know it's not pleasant to listen to no um, it's, but yeah. it, it conveys what i'm trying to it's, convey. it makes me uncomfortable you Good. know yeah. that's yeah um uh yeah does what birds can't but yeah that that just the the visuals the visuals yeah they i don't know he made me feel how he wanted 
people to feel, I guess. Yeah, that's that's what I was getting at. Like with art, like if you start feeling like you want to close your legs, uh, close your legs and be like, ah, no. Yeah. That's exactly the fucking point. The idea of like uh, sex and how and what it leads to, and like clearly the guy, the guy, he, he the sex was on his mind, you know. Yeah. Um, and then like the repercussions of sex it's it's like an anti-smoking ad in the worst way Dude, you it, know? Was, it was definitely with like sex a and psa of child, yeah of totally parenthood because like, you didn't know uh what you were seeing but you know that you felt uncomfortable with babies and sex yes that's what yeah and it was very very fragmented mm-hmm. the whole the whole film not not fragmented that's not a good word it's not like pulp fiction it was, but... it was very fever dream like the whole <clears> thing was definitely like fever dream yeah so that nightmare aspect yes now what i was gonna say uh it didn't necessarily like fuck me up mm, but like, I, I was up. very pensive on the whole thing and mm. like i was like re- re- reconstructing it and refiguring it in my head and like just breaking it down um but i did have, actually have uh several like really f- fucking like intense dreams last night Ooh. um those of you who know kyle or will get to know kyle in the podcast will realize that dreams are a big aspect of his processing of things he, he, he just has really cool dreams and what i like this fucking like a, a habitat and you're working for national geographic you're, you're yes. hiding behind your microphone david like, attenborough yes. if you over would there. like to over there is the kyle have an omaha kingdom with him he, he lies in sleep processing <laughs> his feelings figuring out how to be in the world yeah i, I don't i don't want to go into detail with that but that's way, fine sorry um, you can cut it cut, cut yeah you cut it <laughs> right back at you it's not my software whatever man uh yeah no i had some really really dense dreams last night i I think i was helping somebody rob somebody else and i was like i don't want to be here but like either way like like, i I definitely like when i woke up like there was like the whole like hour and a half before like we finished the film like Mm -hmm. the, the whole film is just one big like nightmare essentially like yeah, it just does absolutely. it feels like like you were saying a fever dream like uh like you're tossing and turning and like you can't get this, this thing off of your head that's what it felt like for the hour and a half um and i think that going directly to sleep afterwards it definitely attributed to like my my brain was already in like that kind of i don't want to call it a fight or flight response hmm. kind of thing but my brain was already in the mood to process dense dreamlike material so my brain started throwing it at me mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean this is a little bit relevant um for writing and stuff like that i write on the daily i don't call myself a writer i'm not published or anything like that but i do write um specifically horror and stuff mm-hmm. and uh when i do write like very like if i get like a solid like two thousand words out in a day my brain will start um when i dream it'll start throwing some heavy shit at me because like my brain is in the uh in the like the downward motion or the the it's it's running with stuff to work with yeah um and so the the movie it kind of it's kind of a similar thing like it it very it like cues up your brain and puts it into this emotional state where um yeah even if you turn it off like you need to spend a good while like your brain doesn't just go away from that you know and i remember as a little kid uh especially like a teenager like i I remember watching like one of the later versions of psycho not like the original psycho but like one of the like the sequels or something like that Mm -hmm. and i was watching uh uh this dude like make out with a dead chick and put her in a car (sighs) and i as a 13 year old kid like laid down in my bed to go to sleep that night like i'd spent several hours doing other things watching cartoons and stuff but like i was just thinking like like (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, like I was scared and I just wanted it out of my fucking head. Now, I'm, you know, I'm older and I'm a little weirder. So like when I watch a movie like that, I intentionally go to bed right afterwards so that I can stare at my ceiling and feel fucked up about it because I just love that for some kind of goddamn reason. Mm. I feel like that's like what people in, in the, like who like cult films like that's why we fucking like that because we dig that feeling that like yeah. unsettledness I mean, you're also that... a horror writer or sorry you you write horror ha. yeah <laughs> no i mean we, we call it one but I, i'm just saying that like this definitely gives you that provocative feeling of like i just can't get this out of my head this this is like just front and center on my attention to deal with what i just saw to like you yeah. know, kind of file this away um, so yeah, I mean that also attributes to like how good the fucking movie was. Oh yeah, I think. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Visceral in a word, you know. Visceral was really, but not like in a gross way. Well, I'm, I'm no, sorry. No, it was totally I'm gross. I'm sorry. Definitely fucking nasty. Yeah, there's but some. Not yeah. not in the way that you like you watch uh, the Saw movies and then somebody puts their hand into a buzz saw and then it sprays, um, you know, blood on the inside of a box and then somebody's like. Aah! and their heads turned away and yeah. like you know, that's that's a different kind of gross that's uh what is it called like gratuitous blood scenes you yeah know? i mean just watch some performance art and you'll get what i mean by like it's gross but not that kind of gross oh, like that I guy mean, putting clay on his face yeah i mean they're literally at the first like four hits on youtube i mean there's this one that uh i remember watching and it's this guy and he um he has he has Cro or not crocheted. Um, it it's like plaster. Yeah, that's he, what I was He made himself yeah. into an asshole. Oh, oh, yeah, different oh, one. Oh god, different yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. He literally made like his face is in the butt cheeks of this giant asshole costume and, that like, he's his constructed. His hair is the pubic hair, and he's literally like running around across the stage. His his arms are like non-existent. I think his arms are gone or something. Or, like, his arms are his. Are they tied are his, up or something? Are his legs? You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah, it's like... I don't know, man. It was weird. Uh, but... Uh, and that was super gross and super, like... I don't fucking know. I, I, clearly, I think that that guy was trying to get it. Like, I'm making an ass out of myself. <laughs> it's like, fucking... You didn't have to do it like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I, like... Um, yeah, it's the same thing where it's like, it's gross, but it's not that kind of gross. It's not... It's supposed to elicit um, a problem inside yourself without like throwing just blood at you cheaply you know yeah it's not, no. it's not like a, a cheap gross out it's a very provocative deep-seated gross out which is yeah i feel i feel like it's easy to go like oh no that's like you know pretty commonplace in the or industry like, but nasty like nasty is a good word for it too yeah i like i feel like actually effectively doing it and cutting like you know the film into a coherent piece that makes you just like oh or like as kaylee would put it yeah. <laughs> like, Stop. You're mean. Um, yeah, I feel like that takes more talent than uh, people give it credit. Doing it, doing it in a way that some fucking jerk off like me will will watch it and be like, whoa, you know. Yeah. Doing it, doing it in a way like that it's a gross out. But like, and I'm not the only one. The like, like you were just saying, they, 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 they. What, where did they accept it? Um, the. United States Library of Congress. Yeah, that's a, so I'm not the only one. Like we can all look at this disgusting fucking thing 
and agree that it's amazing. Like we all loved it, you yeah. know, for some reason. And I think on Rotten Tomatoes, it's actually in the nineties, like 90. yeah, ninety-one percent. Yeah, that's that's and Rotten Tomatoes is pretty, pretty, pretty. There's been movies that I've seen like listed on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's got like a fifty, and I'm like, what? You were You're great. Like, How? Yeah. yeah. And then the audience score will be great, and the critic score will be shit, or vice, or vice versa. versa. Yeah, which is another weird thing. But either way, yeah, I think I think Velvet Buzzsaw had like a shit. Like it had a great critical review. I don't fucking know. We th- we we might talk about that one. Yeah. I, I don't know, but um. Maybe not. It might also just end up being unimportant. Unfortunately. Yeah. Which might be why we should talk about it. Yeah, because we want to tell you. Uh, yeah, one of the goals of the podcast tell you whether or not this is worth your time. Like, yeah. is this an hour and a half of your fucking life? Uh, I don't. Okay, uh, let me clarify this too. I don't necessarily think that you will ever watch an hour and a half of anything and not get anything from it. Like yeah. you can watch a terrible fucking movie and you will have gotten from that movie that it was a terrible fucking movie. But the main Bird thing box. that you'll get is why? Yeah. Why was it a terrible fucking movie? And then you are now in on the trope of why that's a terrible fucking movie. So you stay away from that shit, you know? Um, this is talking from a creator standpoint, but yes. yeah. uh, a creator or just a consumer of art. I mean, as a consumer of art, I think that again, any movie is is worth your time. Again, for I, th- I mean that there's there's dissent dissent here. Like of course people are gonna disagree with me. I can't say that they're wrong, because you know maybe it's not worth every fucking movie of your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because uh, yeah, I mean as an art consumer, you want to like I don't know spend your time on things that are fucking worth it. So like sometimes yeah, like things aren't worth it to people. For me, I think that everything's worth my time. Um, frankly, because I haven't made a movie. <laughs> Mm. you know like i don't fucking know like imagine like, like the idea of making a movie stresses me the fuck out because you've got all of these different cogs and people and like you never know like is it the producer who's in charge the executive producer is i mean the director has a lot to do with like who's on set right i don't the producer's know there's more so like funding stuff too yeah but they have artistic and... uh they provide artistic direction as well or mm-hmm. something look i don't fucking know you'd have to take a class on it and that's my point yeah. Like you need to actually invest time and go out. So if I, as some guy who has never been in a class, um, sits here and tells like about film specifically, what's his name? What's that fucking guy's name? Who's Tommy Wiseau. Oh God. If I go to Tommy Wiseau and I slap him in the face and say your movie's fucking trash, which I would never do, because well, I mean, I technically I'd have a regret to. We all agree it's the best worst movie ever, but um, <laughs> you can't. I mean, I don't fucking know. I technically he he had all the funding and none of the education, which is I mean maybe he did. I don't fucking know. No one a knows anything. We about, don't know. Yeah. But my point is, he made a fucking movie. We're all watching it. Congratulations, Dude, you're yeah. better than me. So who am I to say that your your hour and a half of your life and artistic interpretation and representation? I don't know if we call that art. I think it was art. But we all have to agree that that is art. The room. Yeah. 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 Because like we're all fucking talking about it you know like i have confidence that if i say this on this podcast i don't need to clarify what the room is because if you're watching a niche podcast of, of films like yeah probably then you're probably, probably like all right I... spoons at a screen at some point <laughs> or at the very least watched it with some friends or something somebody's mentioned it to you, to you. And, and, you're then, like, oh. and then there's the disaster artist yeah, yeah yeah so like that was the whole thing and they made that movie knowing that it would be commercially well received because enough people know about the room for that to actually work out for them yeah so yeah um so it's it's all art it's all relative and yeah i don't think that the room was a waste of my time not at all <laughs> not I've seen like it none of the times, yeah. times. <laughs> so um yeah i don't think any art is is worth like just saying like it's not worth your fucking time you know mm-hmm. like everything is worth your fucking time depending on your mindset yeah. um 
you know if, 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 if you're me <laughs> yeah yeah because i'm not doing anything like you know, crazy you, you know you work i you do, do stuff yeah, I, look i do a lot of shit but it's not like it, it doesn't demand 100 percent of my brain i can spend a good amount of time thinking about like art and stuff and so yeah mm. um except for maybe aquaman <laughs> now okay i might catch flack for that because how about justice league justice league yeah see i Suicide i don't think I don't, I don't know if that was worth my time because i didn't actually watch it <laughs> Yeah, oops. Uh, yeah, I was going to call you out on some stuff. You're like, no, I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't I don't fucking want, like, no part of me. And I, like, trust me, I will even watch shitty movies and be like, oh, yeah, you, like, you might suck, but, like, I'll watch you anyway. Yeah. The, no, I have, I have, I had no inclination to watch Justice League. I don't fucking care <laughs> even a little fucking bit about the fucking Justice League. I, I will tell you that if I ever get a line, Superman uh, versus Batman, Dawn of Justice. Sure. Um, that is another movie where I spent a whole lot of time avoiding it because mm. I like the reviews were just fucking scat. Yeah. Um, and like I I'm I'm a you know Batman fan and I'm not really a Superman fan. I think he cheats, but because he's just like oh yeah I deflect bullets and shoot laser beams out of my eyes and I fly and I'm super strong. I don't know. <laughs> but like fuck that <laughs> there's just a rock that i can't go near yeah well no i, I mean whatever like yeah, that I, I think, I, 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 I think everybody's gotta have a weakness but i think that's a stupid weakness and i think it's stupid too many stupid powers either way i avoided that movie <laughs> for a long time but then finally i did watch it and that is a pretty long movie too but it's mm -hmm. also really dense they cover a lot of shit in the middle of it um that's a good movie i i i, oh. I consider that a good movie mm -hmm. um I did actually really like it. So that being said, um, I don't like no bone in my body is itching to go fucking watch Justice League. But <laughs> I'm sure that if I were to watch Justice League, I would find it redeeming. So, I mean, uh, needless to say, a movie like Eraserhead, uh, like I can I can say like, oh, yeah, I don't regret seeing Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice. Hmm. But I can tell you that I. I absolutely don't regret seeing Eraserhead. It was a great fucking movie. Yeah, I feel like it. I've have a better appreciation of what to look for to like to qualify a movie being good. Maybe I I per, I personally I feel, feel that way. I feel like the, the the first thing that I saw from David Lynch was Twin Peaks. Right. Didn't make a lot of sense to me. I was like, this is you have to watch it a few times. <laughs> We're talking about time investment here. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So. Hey. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of time spent, and it's totally worth it. I get it. Uh, I want to rewatch it soon, actually. But yeah. um, I feel more equipped for something like that, having spent an hour and a half of just getting into David Lynch's fucking his brain, world. his pencil brain, his you know? two or three tie-wearing brain. Yeah, oh, that's another thing. He, he was He's like, so quirky. I he, love it. He would wear, like, two, two ties on the set, and then somebody would be like, what's that for? And then he'd be like, oh, this is my uh, the tie I wear every day. And this is the tie I felt like wearing today. Yeah. He wanted to wear shit. both because he was too excited to wear ties or something. Yeah. Watch know. the interview. It's yeah. they, they, <laughs> they do a better job you, at explaining you, YouTube, it. Go to YouTube, search Eraserhead interview. First thing that shows up. Maybe. Uh, it's not very long. It's like Could also be results curated for you. Yeah, because I, I typed in Eraserhead <laughs> interview. They did directly curate the results based on my search criteria. Yeah, I think it was it was directed at me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just just so you guys know, I'm not actually a dick. I, no, we, we I, joke we're, like we're this all smiling. The time, but, we're uh, good. Yeah, you can't see. You can't see. She's laughing. She's definitely laughing. Hey. Me too. Me too. I laugh. 
does he? I don't know. You decide. No, I guess I don't. I was trying. Um, <laughs> I also meow sometimes. It's me. All right. So, yeah. Cool. Um, watch the fucking movie. Watch it. It's a good it. movie. Watch it. Watch it. It's worth your time. Don't, I, I, you won't regret it. And if you do, you can you can message us and be like, hey, you wasted my time by listening to this podcast and then devoting another hour and a half to watching the movie. And I hated it. Hated both of it. I hate yep. you guys. Or, yeah, I, I, I just wonder, like, where does this podcast fall? Would people watch the movie and then listen to this podcast? Or would they listen to this podcast and then watch the movie? I feel like it could work both ways. Yeah, yeah, it could. Which means that you should listen to it twice. Hey. <laughs> hey. Oh. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, if you, you tune in, you listen to us talk about some crazy fucking movie, you go like, oh, shit, I have to check that out. And then you check it out. Then you'll get more out of it because, you know, you heard you, heard, you yeah. had some you had some briefing before you got into it. But same for if you watch it and then you're like, what the fuck do I do with this information? Yeah. And like I was saying at the beginning, we won't really uh, help you process it too much. Maybe it'll just be a, a no, cool still, down. Like, like if I say that, like. I don't know, uh, spermies, they're the radiator lady's fucking weirdo, and you feel you feel validated in your in your it's, opinion on I that. Think or it's if I say his dreams, the like, organ sound is like really cool. The organ the organ song when yeah, she's like singing in stuff, heaven. If Everything I say that's fucking cool, fine. yeah. If if I say that's fucking cool, and then you think it's fucking cool too, then like yeah, you you are you are officially validated. So it's good for processing, you know, post movie. But yeah, absolutely. Anyway, yeah. Okay. Uh, any anything else? Uh, what do you say? Anything else? Think so. You know, I'll probably a little notebook and a little green notebook. A little green notebook. Don't um, don't ASMR me. <laughs> I wasn't trying to. Oh. Uh, yeah, no. I think like at, for a certain point of time, I was like, "Is this movie supposed to be political?" And then I was like, "Absolutely no, not at all." <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Or, yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I shouldn't say not at all. Let's not jump down the political avenue first. I mean, like maybe as a subcontext, but yeah. like first and foremost, don't fucking have kids. <laughs> yeah. Right. If you're not prepared, or I shouldn't, I don't know. I don't want to get into that shit. Um, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. Goodbye. Goodbye.